BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James. Founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com and I'm here right now with my beautiful fiance Tatiana from Lux Biz. And today we're going to talk to you guys about how to market your business or your product. Uh, we're going to share with you guys some of our favorite ways of marketing our business and our products online. This is applicable whether you have a physical product on Amazon, whether you're doing affiliate marketing and promoting and sharing someone else's product, or whether you've got a digital product like an ebook or an online course, or even if you have an event, a coaching service, or any type of service that you might have. The methods, the strategies that we're going to share with you guys, I believe can work regardless of what your product or service is. So the first thing I want to mention and talk about is that all of the different ways that you can market your product, they all work. They're all effective. And be careful not to get too overwhelmed because oftentimes I know for myself and I know for you as well is that online there's so many great strategies and ideas that you find out there. But the reality is there's no humanly possible way that you can do them all yourself. Okay, I would recommend out of different ideas that we share with you or other ways you might come across yourself to pick one or two, decide to go deep with it, decide to master it and get really great results with that way of marketing your product or your business and then maybe branch off to some of these uh, different ones and we can talk a little bit about the strategy about how to implement some of these different ideas but don't think that you have to do it all. I don't do it all. Tatiana doesn't do it all. Um, we've got a team in place that helps us do more than what, you know, 
you might be able to do yourself when you're first starting off, but when you're first starting off, focus on one or two and then branch off from there. So Tatiana, do you want to share with people yeah. some of your favorite ways of marketing your products online? Yeah. Well, before I get started, I do want to mention just making sure that you guys understand how important it is to know how to market your products yeah. because you can have the best product out there, the best quality, or you could have the best service, you know, products or services we're talking about. But if you're not marketing it well, then nobody's ever going to know about your product or service. They're never going to see it. And so it is truly so important. And so that's why we're creating this video today. All of the things that I'm going to share with you are things that I've learned based on my experience, things that I do in my business, and I, I guess same with Stefan. And, and for me, the number one thing is social media, social media marketing, because it is just um, so cost effective and it works so well. It, it really does. And, and I've, I've really built my brand uh, with social media, with the help of social media. And um, I've also done zero paid advertising and gotten my business to where it's at today because of social media, because of YouTube primarily. So social media marketing is really amazing. And there are so many different ways that you can market your products on social media. There's Facebook, there's YouTube, there's Pinterest, there's Instagram, there's even Snapchat. But, you know, I think it's kind of dying away. I'm not really sure. I don't really use it that much. But there are so many different things. And so I guess you kind of first have to figure out what resonates most with the niche of your business with your audience so figure out what your customer avatar is so know who your demographic is who you're selling to and then learn about what the demographic usually is for these different uh, social media platforms so for example facebook tends to have more uh older adults that are on facebook younger people too but if you're trying to primarily reach those older adults Facebook would be a better platform than, say, Instagram, right? And then if you're trying to reach a primarily female audience, Pinterest is a great place to be. So um, figure out, you know, what that is. And then there are so many different ways to market on those platforms. And so per personally for myself, I use social media in two different ways. Number one is I use myself. Um, I have decided that I want to be the face of my brand. You don't have to do this, but if you do choose to do this, there's so many advantages to this. And you're going to save so much money because you're using yourself and you're not really paying anyone else to do this marketing for you. So I use myself, I have a YouTube channel, I create uh, weekly videos promoting my products, talking about the, the product category, talking about waist training, I sell waist trainers and all that stuff. And so it, it works really, really well for me. But another thing that you can do if you don't want to be the face of your brand is you can now uh, hire people or leverage people to become the face of your brand. And they don't have to be brand ambassadors, although that would be a great option as well. But you can find people on, for example, Instagram who are really looking to uh, make Instagram you know, their career. They're trying to build up their following and trying to get sponsorships and collaborations and get free products. And they'd be more than happy to um, get free products for you in return for just a simple post on Instagram. So learning about influencer marketing I think is really important. Uh, there are a few different ways that you can go about it. It's reaching individual influencers, so reaching people who have personal accounts. Say, for example, if I'm trying to find um, a, a girl to, to uh, market a bikini, then it's going to be fairly easy to find someone on Instagram, a girl with 200, 500,000 uh, followers that I could ask to collaborate with. But then there's another uh, method where you could actually find uh, Instagram accounts who aren't attached to a personal page. It's not attached to a personal 
brand. It's just about a topic in general. For example, fitness. So you'll see Instagram accounts just about, you know, fitness or fit moms or fit dads or whatever it is. And then they have, you know, millions of, of followers because they repost and repurpose content just around that topic. And so then you could actually do business with them by reaching out to them and paying them for a 24 hour um, sponsor or 24 hour uh, promotion where they would then post your product on their page for 24 hours. You'd get all those millions of people to view your product and buy your product. Um, or you could ask them to keep it on their page permanently. Like there are different bundles and packages that you can learn about. So Influencer marketing in its own is huge, so much to learn about, but I highly, highly recommend it. And again, if you don't want to be the face of your brand, it doesn't mean that you should be on social media. You for sure should still be on social media. Yeah, I, I want to focus a little bit more on this influencer one before we go on to the next one, because I, I think you're right. This is, I think, one of the most powerful ways to market your product and your business because you're leveraging other people. The thing is, I think first and foremost, you are going to be the best salesperson and ambassador for your product and business. Both of us, we, we, you know, we believe in our business, we believe in our product, we have the passion for it, and we're transferring that to other people when we communicate. I mean, there's things that Tatiana does behind the scenes, offline that you don't see. You know, when we, you know, uh, you know, out and about, when we go to the gym, for example, she'll find and see. A woman that's you know got a great body or might be a great ambassador for the product, and she'll approach that person and she'll you know talk to that person and give them her business card and uh, you know recruit that person to be an ambassador for her product. And she just did that today. Um, saw a woman that had a waist trainer on and approached her at the gym and gave her a card. And th there's little things like that when you believe in your product and you decide that you're gonna. You know, you, you have to get your product out there. Like you really believe in the benefit and what it can do for people. You're always going to be the best salesperson for it. But the reason why influencers are powerful is because there are some limits to you being the, the, the main salesperson behind it because um, people kind of know that you're biased, right? So if it's your company, your product, they, they're going to build a level of trust with you. But when you get other people to share their experience with your product or service or to them, you know, provide a testimonial for you or to be an ambassador for it, then you're, you're providing more people for your market and customer to be able to relate to and connect with, right? So you got to understand whatever your product is, people are going to relate to different people. They might relate to you, right? And that's great. But also maybe they might relate to someone that's using your product that's older than you and an older person or a younger person or a male or a female, um, you know, or a different part of, part of the world or whatever it is. And so I always try to think, how can I get testimonials, influencers, people that as many people as possible can relate to? Because when they, when they come across someone that's just like them or they can connect with, they're going to they're gonna be more likely to buy into your, your brand and your product. Another piece too is um, you're leveraging their relationship. So they already have a relationship. They have a following of people that trust them. And no different, by the way, than what like Nike does or these big brands where they get professional athletes or celebrities and they pay them to endorse or sponsor their product. You know, Nike has LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Roger Federer and Serena Williams and all these people that are a brand and they have a following, they have an influence, they have people that look up to them and they realize the power of leveraging that 
to help further sell their products. And when you're first starting out, you don't have to do it on that scale, of course. But the, the thing I think this is underutilized for so many people because a lot of these people on Instagram or YouTube or bloggers or whatever it is, they've got a, a sizable following, but they don't know how to make money from it yet. And that's where you can come in and approach these people and say, hey, listen, number one, I'll, I'll give you a free product. And sometimes that's enough. I remember when I first started off as a blogger, just – I was like, wow, this yeah. is cool. I, you know, if someone's going to give me their free product that I get a benefit from and I just got to write a post and share it with my audience, that, that's a win-win, right? Once they have maybe a, a bigger following, depending on the influencer, you can offer them a little bit of money. Sometimes it might be $50 or $100. And that's a, that's a great way for them to make money because all they got to do is just write a post in five minutes and they make 100 bucks, mm -hmm. right? And it's great for you because you get to leverage their audience and you might get some sales from it depending on if it's the right fit or how many followers they have. But the way that I look at it, regardless of whether or not you make any sales, you take a screenshot of them sharing it. And now you can use that in your marketing, on your website, on your social media, on your sales page or whatever it might be. And that builds more credibility. Okay, It builds your brand. It's another person for them to relate to. And so... I, I really believe in, in that strategy. I do it a lot with collaborations now on YouTube, for example, because I realize there are limits in me just creating all my content and I want to collaborate with other YouTubers or, or influencers and I could be on their YouTube channel. They can interview me. Um, I can interview them and share them with you guys and then they can you know, get that extra exposure and whatnot. And so try to, try to think smart. Don't think that you have to do everything yourself. Um, I think as Tatiana said, if you're willing to be the face and do that, I think that's a huge advantage, but also be smart to realize that I need to leverage other people as well. Leverage their following, their relationship, their voice. Not everyone is going to connect with you or relate just to you. Um, you know, they're going to relate to a variety of people. So, so, so get those testimonials. This might mean you got to give your product away for free at first. It might be a bit of an expense, but you got to believe in the long term of what that can do for you and how you can use that to build your business and brand. Mm, totally. If you think you're the only person who can market your product well, then you're thinking in your ego because that's not true at all. And for myself personally, I know that not everyone relates to me. They want to see thicker women repping the product. They want to see different ethnicities. They want to see more diversity. And if I'm the only one who's constantly representing my product, it kind of gets boring after a while. So it is good to have different people. And funny story, actually, you mentioned, you know, some people are really excited to just get a free product. I was one of those people before I started my business, you know, just at the beginning phases to get a free product was a great deal for me. And I remember I would, um, a lot of these Amazon sellers would be contacting me. I think I had at the time like 5,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. And so these new Amazon sellers, they would contact me and say, Hey, saw your YouTube channel. I know you're just starting out. Would you like to have a free product in exchange for a YouTube video? Now, I would probably never do that because I, I know the value of my time. But back then, I didn't really value it as much. And I thought it was a great opportunity to get these free products. And uh, one of the products I received was this like... Um, these like nipple covers for when you wear like a, a shirt and you don't want to wear a bra for women. And I did a YouTube video about it and that YouTube video ended up getting over 5 million views. It's so it's crazy, <laughs> but it's so funny because I've been on the other end of this. Yes. And so it's so very true that so many people would be super pleased just to receive a free product. And if they have more of a social media following, understand that they're going to be probably really busy. And so you do need to respect their time and pay them for what 
what it's worth. Mm -hmm. So definitely agree. I also think that with social media, it's, um, you know, Instagram and, you know, YouTube, we're, we're posting videos, we're broadcasting to you on Instagram, we're creating posts. It's more of a broadcasting thing, but social media is great for that interaction, having that conversation. And so that's why I also think that Facebook groups are super, um, uh, you know, relevant to, to marketing. And I think it's a great thing to leverage as well. So on Facebook, um, these Building a community is just really so important, and I think it's not utilized enough. Um, I personally have built a community around my product niche, and building a community doesn't mean that, you know, say for example, you have a yoga mat product, doesn't mean that you have your brand and then that's your Facebook community. You want to have, in general, know your niche, your niche is yoga, so maybe the Facebook community is called I Love Yoga or I Love Yoga Tips or I love yoga poses, or something with the keyword yoga, mm -hmm. right? And so then you start to build, um, it can be a private group or a public group. Public is better for exposure. And then you can start to build up that community and you don't share, you don't market your product a lot in the beginning. You really add value to people. You post, you repurpose content, you add tips and photos and infographs and things like that. And that's how you start to build up that community. And then every so often you share a picture of your product or a blog post and then that's a great way to market your product. I personally have a community on Facebook that's private due to the nature of the community to make sure that the woman feels safe and comfortable to post. Um, but it's really, it's not around my product per se. Anyone can join. You don't have to purchase my product to join, but it's around waist training. And so what happens is when all these women join, there's 8,500 women in the group at this moment. And so when these women join, some of them have never heard of my brand before, but they searched waist training on Facebook and they found my group. And so they join, but then they see all these other women who have previously purchased my products. They see it. Um, and then they see them, you know, showing before and after pictures, you know, complimenting it, talking about quality, talking about customer service. And then they say, well, I should buy this product too. If I'm going to buy a waist trainer, I should buy this brand. And so I don't even actually have to do anything. My customers do the marketing for me. And it's such an authentic and, and real way, I think, to, to market your products and really building that community, a safe place for people, peop a place where people can congregate. People want to be People want to interact with other people who have the same interests as them, even if it's an online friend. You know, it's really cool to have that feeling. So I really think that's a, a huge, um, a huge opportunity with the Facebook uh, groups. Yeah, all, all of these niches that are out there, um, there, there's a fan base. There's people that are into that, whether it's surfing, whether it's yoga, whether it's golf, whether it's business or marketing, or whether it's investing. And, and there's a power in that ecosystem, that community. And I think what Tatiana shared is so powerful because the customers are marketing it for her. They love the product so much and they're getting benefit from it that they're posting and they're writing and they're sharing and they're telling other people. Um, I mean, even I've, you know, I've seen with Tatiana, we here in Los Angeles, we go to different places and people recognize her or they love the product. They share positive things about it. And we're just at... Gold's gym and the person behind the desk working there says, Hey, you know, my, my wife or my girlfriend okay. was, you know, bought, bought your product. And you know, it, it's, it's cool how, how that impacts, you know, you're providing, they feel like they're not just buying a product. They're part of a community. Yeah. They're part of a movement. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of taking a step back, you got to make sure obviously that your product is good. 
and it works and it delivers what you promise. It even over delivers. And I understand when you're first brand new, your product's not going to be as best as it could be because really developing a great product takes time. It's not like you just create it right off the gate and you put it out there and it's a perfect product. You you put something out there, you get better and better and making it better. You, you get customer feedback. Um, you're making tweaks and adjustments to it. You're improving the quality. You make money in your business. You reinvest some of that back into the product development and making it better and better and engaging and looking at the reviews, the good and bad reviews as feedback to make it better. And I think that is going to be one of the best marketing out there. When you have a great product, it will sell itself. People will, especially when you have one that solves a problem uh, and, uh, you know, it solves that problem or that need for people, they're going to want to not only buy from you again and again, but the word of mouth of that, of them sharing it with their friends or them posting inside the group. Like the group doesn't work if your product isn't good, Mm -hmm. right? But because your product is great, then it's incredibly valuable. So I want to kind of just preface that and mention the importance of the quality of product that you have, because that is how People are going to leave the reviews organically on Amazon for it, whether it's a physical product or whether it's a book. And that's going to make it effortless because they're, if it's a course or coaching or an event, they're going to want to share with you their testimonial and, and, and support what you're doing because they also believe in it and receive benefit from it. I know for me, whenever I get benefit from something and I, I'm like, this is awesome, I want to share it. I want to promote it to my audience. I want to provide a testimonial. So that customer experience is very, very mm-hmm. important. Um, one thing just can add to the Facebook group, know your keywords, whatever your product is, whatever your business is, whatever that niche is that your business is in, know what keywords people are searching for to find your product or your business. Um, because that's how you can optimize your group, your content, whatever, your website, whatever it is, so that you can actually get in front of those people that are searching for it. Because Whatever your niche is or product, people are searching for it. And your job as a marketer is to get get your product or business there in front of them. So when they search for it, you can get their attention and they can find your group, your product, whatever it might be. So keywords are very important. And we can go more into that uh, when it comes to the content side of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, you know, my product's not perfect. It's a great product. And every month I'm trying to improve the quality. But that doesn't mean it's perfect. And there are people who post in the group and they say, you know, negative things. There's a problem with the boning. There's a problem with this. Or it came in damaged. Or I received the wrong product. But I think I see that as an opportunity. It's an opportunity for me to now reach out to that person or someone on my team to reach out to that person. um, Make make it better. You know, fix it. Give them a great customer experience. And then also for me to, to look at the product and see, okay, how can I improve this? So I think, you know, not just broadcasting all the time like not just putting out videos or just pushing posts on Instagram, but having that platform where it's a conversation where you can see your customers comments, they can interact with you on a personal level. You can create that connection, but it's so valuable to get that feedback. And I've, this group has been invaluable to me. You know, every time I launch a new product, I post it on there. I do a poll. I say, which product would you prefer? You know, do you like this product? How can I improve this product? You know, would you rather more expensive shipping that's, um, you know, really fast or less expensive shipping that will take longer? I just ask them everything and they give me their honest feedback and it allows me to really improve my business um, on so many different levels. Yeah, the market research, and that's how she knows every time she launches a new product, it's going to win. 
because sometimes you post an idea or uh, you know you do research on something, you share it with a group, and they don't like it. Yeah. You know, okay, well, thankfully they gave me that feedback because now I know <laughs> that I would have I would have probably failed. There would have been uh, a demand for it, and so you now know what is going to be successful before you even create it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And when you launch it to people, you have people you can launch it to. Mm-hmm. One thing I'll say though is. Um, Here's what I recommend if you're brand new to this is join other people's groups first and foremost, okay? Whatever your market is, whatever your niche is, your business, your product, you've got to know who your top 10 competitors are, okay? If it's an Amazon product, you type in the keyword, look to see who are the top companies, the top products that come up, type in, go to Google, type in their their, uh, their brand name, their product name, see if they have a website, see if they have a Facebook group, see if they have their social media, see if they have an email list. And what I'd recommend is buy their product, okay, because you're going to learn from your competitors that are already further ahead than you. They've already paved the way. They've already made the mistakes. They've already, they, they already know what's working. And you can, when you receive the product, look at their quality, look at the packaging, look at the insert. You can then compare it to the samples you got in China and just, okay, well, am I going to be able to compete with this person or, or can I get ideas from them that I can add to my product? Or even if it's a digital course or book, whatever it is, buy their product. I know it's an investment, but do it for research and marketing purposes. Um, buy the product and then again, follow them everywhere because you're going to learn so much to see what they're doing. You know, if you're brand new, it can be a little bit intimidating and I think people, they look at competition the wrong way. I love competition because competition basically means that there's a market and demand that they've already proven by them you know, being a successful business that I know if they did it, then I can do it as well. But also the competition allows me to see what's working for them. They've already taken the risk. They've already invested the time and money and I can look to see, wow, they're doing really well on Facebook. I should do Facebook. Oh, wow, that's the kind of content they're posting. I get a lot of ideas. I can do something similar and maybe I can do a better job than them and I can do a similar process because they've already shown me now what's working. So when you know your top 10 competitors, like I, I create a spreadsheet and have them there and, and, and look at the commonalities of what are you know the top 10 competitors, what are they doing they all have in common? Do they all, are they all doing YouTube or are they all doing Facebook or are they all doing Instagram? Or maybe you realize that, hey, you know what? Only one of them is doing YouTube, but this one that's doing it is doing it really well. And no one else knows about YouTube. And no one else is doing it. So I'm going to jump in there and I'm going to crush it with YouTube now, right? So you can really learn a lot from your competitors. So don't be intimidated by them. Use them as the example of what to do and what to learn of what's working so that you can apply that to your business as well. So I always believe you can learn so much from them. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes to these ways of marketing, we can go deeper into different ones. But um, again, understand you don't have to do it all. This company that's further ahead than you and they're doing all these different things, Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and YouTube and influencer marketing, understand they didn't start doing all of that, okay? They started with one or two and then they made money. Once they made money, they might have hired an employee or two to then take over their social media or to help them and support them. That's why they can do so many things. And when you're starting out and there's a one man, one man show, then just pick one or two, get really great at it. And then you can branch off and do these different things. Cause I think people get overwhelmed and they think they've got to do it all. I can't do it all, nor can Tatiana, but we slowly branch off into different ways of marketing over time. Mm-hmm. That's so true.
People tell me all the time, Tatiana, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to contact influencers. I don't know how to do Facebook ads. Well, you learn. And one of the great ways to learn is like Stefan said, follow your competitors, follow the top people in your niche, in your industry, and see what they're doing. You know, if you don't know how to create an email marketing campaign, then you subscribe to their mailing list, see what they're sending out every day, and then you can improve it and, and recreate it and make it better than what they're doing. And so you just learn by following those who are successful. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, you know, follow those who are successful and model what they're doing and, you know, add your little touch to it. Yeah. So, so pick, pick one or two was what I would say, and then go deep. Learn it. If you decide it's YouTube, learn as much as you can. I've been doing YouTube guys for almost seven years and I'm still learning. I'm still not a master of it. I'm still improving as I go and understand that each one of these is a learning curve. But if it's YouTube or if it's Instagram or if it's Pinterest or it's email marketing or it's Facebook ads or Google ads or you know uh, YouTube ads or Instagram ads or Amazon ads, whatever it is, what I always recommend is get a course, get a training, someone that's already got the experience, they've been doing it for years, they've already figured out the strategies because each one of these ways, there's different strategies and hacks and tips and stuff that I'm always learning to this day, but um, get a course or training that can teach you how to do it and uh, watch what your competitors are doing. You'll get a lot of ideas seeing what they're doing and reverse engineering that. And then also you got to experiment. You got to experiment with if it's YouTube or if it's blogging, uh, or Instagram, try different types of content um, and look at the data, look at the analytics, see what's working, see what people are engaging with. Try different keywords, try different hashtags, try different thumbnails, try, try, just try a lot of different things at the beginning because at the beginning, you're just really trying to see what's going to work and then once you identify something that is working, do more of that. And uh, just kind of branch and expand from that that one piece or that one strategy, strategy that's really working the best for you. Um, so that, that's how I would get started with it is um, pick one or two, go deep, learn as much as you can, get better and better and better at it. You know, even if it's, for example, video or it's, you know, doing Instagram. At first, maybe you're just kind of doing it yourself with your little phone. And, and over time, you, you hire a photographer or a videographer or you get better camera equipment or you get a friend that can come help you to film something or to, to, to take some pictures that you can then use you know, on your Instagram or whatever it might be. But that, that's a process that happens over time. So don't think you gotta be perfect at it right away. Yeah, and I'd also like to say like it, don't make it bigger than it is. I think oftentimes we think, oh, if I'm going to release an Instagram ad, it just has to be perfect. I need great quality. I need to know a perfect script and all that. It really doesn't have to be that complicated. I recorded the other day, literally just uh, taking a video of myself with the Insta story, and I'm turning that into an ad. It's a 10-second video of me just showing my waist trainer, and I'm turning into an ad. And you know why it's going to work and why it's going to convert is because it's so natural. It's not, there's not all this fancy technology. It doesn't look like an ad. So when someone's scrolling on their Instagram page, they might just think that's their friend and they might stop a second to see and they might, oh, I don't know this person actually. And they realize it's an ad, but they stop to watch because it's, it's different. It's not like all the other, um, super, uh, you know, just catchy ads. So it's okay. Like you can use what you have now. Don't think that, oh, I need to invest in this equipment and that. Use what you have now and it'll work for you. 
Mm-hmm. I think another idea for you is um, contests and giveaways. Yeah. So if you're new or even if you're not new, but if especially if you're new with a new product, contests and giveaways are great because people love free stuff. They love freebies. So if you put on a sweepstake and you put on a contest, um, you're going to get thousands and thousands of entries. And, you know, you could say that mm, most of these people don't care about my brand or my product. They just want something free. And that could be true to some degree. But there will be some people who will now see your product for the first time and they actually are sincerely interested in it. And if they don't win the giveaway, they might be, you know, more likely to convert into a customer who will then pay for your product at full price. So I think uh, contests and giveaways are just a great way to get your product out there in front of people, um, get a lot of eyeballs on your products Um, and another option is crowdfunding and Kickstarter campaigns so not only could you maybe get some funding financially but again it's exposing your product to to the masses and so I guess you, you do have to realize that when you're first you know selling a new product whatever it may be you have to account that you're going to give away products and don't see it as a loss just because you're giving it away and you didn't make any financial gain think about okay I'm giving this product away but what's the return that I might not see right now the return is that you know this influencer will promote my product or this person will write a review or a testimonial so uh, account for that when you're first launching your product I always tell people when you first launch your product you know you're gonna give away a lot of products many many products and it's going to benefit you immensely because you're gonna get the reviews you're gonna get these new organic sales you're gonna get um, you know the photos and the you know all the stuff to promote and market your products and it's yeah so just account for that <laughs> yeah and I think also understand that with whatever your marketing effort is most people are not going to buy the first time yeah. they're not going to buy the first time they come to your website they're not going to buy the first time they read your article or watch your video they're not going to buy the first time that they come across your Instagram and so that's why you know I like to try to make sure people follow me first I want to I want them to follow me and subscribe to me on YouTube or subscribe to my Instagram or Facebook or my email list because I know that there's a relationship that we want to build together. I understand that a lot of people, they're skeptical or a lot of people, they don't really know you yet or they don't know your brand or your product. And there's a lot of different options out there of what they could buy. And that's why if I, if you can get someone to follow you on some of these social platforms or on your email list, then that gives you an opportunity to share with them more to provide content for them, information, to educate them, to, to, to give them something of value because when they receive that, they're going to be like, oh, wow, this is great. You know, this company is great or this influencer is great. They're providing me a lot of great content and value for free. Yeah, I do want to check out their product. I do want to see what they have available or they've been following you for a while and then you all of a sudden you do a sale, you offer a coupon code or, you know, here's 10% off. They're like, oh, wow, this is great. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to take action now to buy this product. So, a lot of people, it takes time. It's not like you just, in, in a relationship, you just meet someone, you get married the very first date. No, there's a, there's a process of building that relationship, that trust, that connection before you decide to seal the deal with that person. So I like content marketing for that reason and understand it's a process. Um, and to get people to subscribe, be consistent in your communication with them. Um, I always try to get people to opt into my email list because email is the most consistent way to get people to follow you or to, for you to communicate with them out of everything else because 
Instagram, YouTube, these different platforms, they limit your reach. Uh, just because you might have 10,000 followers on YouTube or Instagram does not mean that you're going to reach all those people. Um, they are going to base it on rele relevancy and how much engagement that post gets to increase the reach of it versus email is more consistent. So you want them to follow you in all everywhere, but email is where I always try to get people. So I offer something for free. For example, if you're watching this video now, Below in the description, I'm giving away like a, a free course or a free training for Amazon that's valuable that hopefully you guys opt in and get. But by giving that away, I can get you on my list and I can continue building that relationship with you um, because you might not see all my YouTube videos. And then if I do have a product, if I do have an offer that can benefit you, I can share that with you on my list and uh, I can be in that relationship with you. So email, I always try to do uh, to get people there. And, um, and yeah, and I think content marketing, we could, I mean, that's a whole other sub subject altogether, but content and adding value, I think that's so incredibly powerful. You can do that yourself or an influencer to help you with that. But, um, but yeah, understand it's a process before someone does buy, look at the long-term value, not just the upfront. Um, understand it with giveaways too. You can do a giveaway and one of the requirements for them to enter the giveaway could be to follow you on social media, to follow you on Instagram or YouTube, or to subscribe to your email list. So now you're gaining more followers and even just having more followers, even though that those followers might not buy from you, is creating more credibility and social proof so that you're going to have more reach on YouTube or Instagram or anywhere else because you have more subscribers. So look at, I look at it in that way too, is that even if I don't make money immediately, that's okay. I'm building my brand. I'm getting more followers. I'm uh, building my list and that it's a matter of time before some of them, if I'm providing great content or I've got a great product, it's a matter of time that some of them will buy from me. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We talked a lot about online marketing, but you know, as mentioned earlier in the video, you know, doing that in-person marketing is still super amazing and works really well. Like Seven said, I, you know, will see sometimes people, you know, meet people, you know, in Venice, it's very easy. Many people are influencers here. Everyone's got a social media following. And so you connect with them and then you offer to collaborate with them. Um, and you know, for myself, I have a wearable product, so I'm always wearing my product wherever I go. People ask me about the product. Product, and then that's my opportunity to market to them. So give them, you know, my sales pitch, share with them why it's important, why it helps, why it's valuable, and then give them, you know, my, my, my opt-in, whether it's, you know, telling them to go to my opt-in page, which I'll give them a link to, giving them a business card. Um, so I'm always looking for opportunities like that in person, like when I'm on the streets, when I go to the stores, when I go to the gym all the time. So it's just being conscious of that and seeing that there's always an opportunity out there. You just have to create it. And so, um, you know, I did that another way that you could do in-person marketing trade shows. Trade shows are great because, um, you know, I, I haven't done a trade show, but I'm thinking about doing one and it's not because I'm really care to, to sell my product or to make money. Um, even if I break even, I think it would still be worth it for me because in doing so, I'll not have my stand, I'll have all my marketing, you know, banners and stuff. And then I'm going to be able to, um, you know, share it with all these different people, you know, maybe at a fitness expo or a health expo or beauty or whatever. 
and, uh, and, and just get my product out there. And not only am I going to reach these people who are at the trade show, but I'm creating content. So I'll have like a videographer or a photographer who will now film me and film every, the whole setup. And like Stefan said, when I post that on social media, that is social proof. So it's showing people that, you know, because I'm an online brand, sometimes people don't trust the brand. They, they're hesitant to make purchases online. But when they see that you're in person, you're communicating with people one-on-one, -on -one, customers, you're at a trade show, they, they build more certainty and more trust with you. And so for me, I think it's just extremely valuable. And it's a great way, you know, personally for you to really learn to, to, to market your product better, you know, have a better, you know, quick 10 second elevator pitch and um, learning to really communicate effectively with the people in front of you in that moment and not just, you know, with emails or not just with video, but in the present moment. So it's really great um, to kind of challenge yourself in that way to really um, market your product, product to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. It's building your brands, building the long term of everything. You're getting, you know, we do events sometimes and I just do it to get video footage or, or, or pictures that I could then use and share that, which... Again, short term might not provide much, but long term, it's building your brand and your presence and, and uh, it's going to build more awareness for your company as well. So we're going to wrap it up, guys. We gave you a lot of different ideas and we can talk more and more about this. Maybe we'll do some more videos, but I know Tatiana's got great content and videos for you that you can benefit from on her channel. She has a YouTube channel called Lux Biz, which I'll link to below. Check her out, subscribe, turn on notifications to get her videos as well. She focuses a lot on Amazon FBA, building a, a physical products business and how she built her business to where it, uh, where it is today. Uh, and of course, if you guys enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up here on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment below. Share what's been working for you or what are you going to implement from this video because learning is great, but doing is more important. And that's the goal of every video that I put out is I want you to take some sort of action to build your life or your business. So what are you going to do? What is the one or two way of marketing your business or your product that you're going to take action with? Whatever that is, leave a comment down below. I'd love to see what that is. Subscribe for more videos. Turn on notifications. Click the bell so you can get notified of my future videos. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.